When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before. But you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. There's only one Eric's Family Barbecue location in Arizona. That's right, just one. It's in Avondale, and it's worth the drive over and over again. Barbecue restaurants that have several locations usually cut their quality for expansion. Not Eric's Family Barbecue. Eric serves Texas-style barbecue that never disappoints, always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Now, we know brisket is king, but have you tried their pulled pork with coleslaw? It's a match made in heaven. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet Mesquite Repeat. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. Hot, 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 Thank you, Randy. It's, uh, also thank you, Weapon of Pride. As we, we're closing in on another couple months, we're going to start talking about getting a new Pladio champ. It's a little bit away, but still. Bands are riding right now. Hopefully, it would be beneficial to them to start earlier than normal. Uh, yeah, so we're not, this year's flying by, closing in on August already. Uh, Operation Hydration, uh, Brett's going out right now. He just left the room. Uh, Bert's heading to Safeway on Broadway and Rural. Broadway and Rural is where he's going. Uh, he's going to be out there this morning. You can donate a case of water to help out Operation Hydration and uh, help out by supplying water to the Valley's homeless and uh, people in need this summer. And he's also going to have Slipknot tickets for you this morning. That's pretty good. Lamb of God is going to be at the Arizona Financial Theater. Is that the Dodge? Then now it's going to have a new name again. Yes, yeah. I th- I'm, I'm going to go with that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they used to call that the Dodge Theater. Uh, and that's the Arizona Financial Theater. Now it's going to have another new name. I don't know what. Lamb of God's out there as well. Uh, and Brett will have tickets to that, plus some KUPD stuff. All you got to do is go to the Safeway Broadway and Rural in Tempe, and say, Brett, here's some water. Thanks for what you do. And uh, make it so the fifth largest city in America doesn't have stories like we've got right now. Like I said earlier, you got uh, we're at the halfway point of the year for statistics, and we've had more deaths, heat-related deaths this year than ever before. And it sounds small, 17. But there's 126 that they're looking into. Was it all heat or was there something else involved? But still, that's an awful lot. 17 too many. It's water, for God's sakes. That saves a life. That's it. We don't need that stat hanging over us to help out all that nonsense with the, the people that go crazy over the heat's getting too much. No, it's not. We just have too many people, and the people need to be taken care of. Not enough water to go around. There is two. Plenty. Uh, I got to, oh, this is a great email I got from a guy. Because uh, Brett's getting his vasectomy here in a couple of weeks. And uh, Taylor, you came up with the greatest thing. This is a good argument for any anybody who's uh, who's on. I don't know. I don't know which side you're on on this. But either side, actually. Uh, Taylor wanted a vasectomy when he was like uh, in his twenties, uh, and they won't let you do it. Like you can't. You can't. They tell you right there in the office you can't make that life de- that life decision because you might change your mind and you might have uh, you know kids on your brain in your thirties, and then uh, it's a it's a process we'd rather not reverse. They're difficult to reverse. We don't want to do that. you got to wait until you're at least like 30-something to make that decision. And Ty- Tyler, or Taylor, I'm sorry, Taylor says, uh, why do men have to wait till they're 30 to realize we don't want kids, but I can uh, cut off my wang and start puberty blockers at age 14? Do I'm the like, butterfly and tuck. That's right. Good point. That's an excellent point. We can mutilate genitals of kids if you want to switch genders, but I can't even clip mine 
If I don't want kids, I know for sure I don't. What the F is going on? That is a great point. That's a great point. Now, wait a minute. If I'm not smart enough to make a decision to not have kids and the medical uh, you know, society says, ah, we're not going to do that, that's, that's a surgery. We try to avoid those. That's risky. You may change your mind. You can't do that. We're not going to go down there and start chopping up your goods until you're at least 30. And then even then they were kind of – because I was uh, – what was I probably – be like six, seven years ago. So I was in early 40s when I made my choice. And they were still asking me, are you sure? This is a big decision. Are you sure? And I'm like, yeah, I don't want kids. I, I'm positive now. I'm in my 40s. The last thing I want is to be 60 and have somebody living at my house I don't want there. And like I'm so they're like, all right, yeah, after 30, most people pretty much know, 35 for sure. But they'll still question it. 15, I think I might be uh, a boy, lobbing boobs off, chopping down uh, trees, giving them puberty blockers, doing all sorts of stuff in the Amazon, handing over pills we're not sure about. 15, you can't make life decisions either. That's a solid argument, Taylor. And I don't care about the puberty blockers of the kids so much as I do people who want vasectomies at an early age. You can do it. So I tell the doctor that exact argument if you're going to Dr. Lynn today. And you're in your 20s, and you're like, I never want one of these, ever. That is a solid point. Just get a good fake ID. Yeah, that would be – I'm 38, and I definitely <laughs> don't want children. You look great for your age. I've been told. But, yeah, that's a that's – a, that's got weight to it. I got an email from somebody yesterday. What is the um, – There it is. Age. I mean, is it 21? For what? When you can say, I want this procedure done. For a vasectomy? Yeah. No, they, they won't do it until you're like 30. That's what I'm saying. Is it, so it is 30 or well, it's, it's, it's it, around about 30. They'll start saying, okay, there's no questions. They won't do it for something. But they, I'm wondering if a doctor like Dr. Lynn, would he be in trouble? If a 21 year old. I don't think he'll do it. Yeah. I just be like, nope. Because if. Because you I can think find someone. A or, few years down the road, if this 21 year old turns 28 and says, no, I do want kids, and goes to another doctor and has it reversed, that doctor's like, who did this? And then maybe there would be something. I don't know if there – but it's kind of frowned upon across the board. Like, we're not going to sit and do reversals and all these other things. You, you do it when you're sure. At 21, be, you're, not, you're not smart enough or old enough to make that choice. That's what they say. I think it would be helpful in a way saying, like, if you made that decision early on and then to know there are options, even though you can have what do you kids – can adopt or you can you oh, know once you clip it yeah well because they just don't want to do if you another decide you want to have kids right you can still have a kid yeah but that's the like the thing i know like you could so run into different. a girl who's like i want to have my own with you and you're like you know so some people don't yeah if you get your that. vasectomy early and you yeah. and you, know, you can reverse it join a, a church that encourages you to populate and you right, can't right. You're, gonna, you're not going to find a spouse you never know but they're letting 12 year olds and 13 year olds tell their moms well i, I think i might be a fluid gender well okay let's start pumping you full of stuff and that's figure out, yeah that's, that's well that's man. the same argument yeah the argument is you're not old enough to make a decision like that no genital surgeries unless absolutely necessary for health risk until at least 21 and then if that's the case then vasectomies are a go but you should no reversals if you're a him and hawn on a vasectomy you shouldn't do it it's crazy yeah, the whole world's gone bananas for that. But that's a great point because I just watched that. I'm, I'm uh, doing a lot of like – I'm very interested right now in the whole uh, kids making choices movement. Like they're letting like 11-year-olds say things and then they take them to doctors about it. Yeah. And like these are life-altering choices. There was a girl who was 12. She's 20 now. 12 years old and started to go down the route. And her mom helped her and did all this other stuff. And by the time she was 18, she got all the, you know, the, the stuff and, the, and she realized – if it was today, I would have been able to get all the puberty blockers and everything else at probably age 14, 13, and I'm different now because I'm 20. I don't have those same feelings. I was a tomboy. I thought for sure I fit in this way. I had these feelings in my head that I wasn't right. You're I kind of being, sometimes right. encouraged in that way. Well, and that's just, right, yeah. and you're being, you know, it's kind of a trend. And so it's a thing where, you know, yeah, some of them are absolutely sure, but, you, you, but if you're absolutely sure, you can wait. Because what if you're not? Creepy. Got a whole world of weird going on out there. And too many choices. You t- like, you know, I was a confused kid, not gay or straight, but just uh, didn't know what the hell was going on in the world. And if you started to tell me, well, here are the five or six things that go on with you, I would have been put on the spectrum, diagnosed as like completely Asperger's, maybe autistic, till I was about six. Didn't talk to anybody. Hated sounds. Couldn't be around a vacuum. I was nuts. 
And uh, around six, it started to kind of fade out. But if it was today, totally, uh, probably on pills. You're like a cat. I, I was worse than a cat. A cat was more stable than a, a kitten. Had more stability with strange sounds. Rain. I was afraid of rain to the point where I would I'd run in traffic. My grandma wanted to take me to the doctor when I was young. Told my mom. I remember in the kitchen her saying it. Something's wrong with him. I think he's mentally retarded. He doesn't talk to anyone. My mom's like, he's fine. He talks to me all the time. She was the only person in the world I talked to. Today, take me to the doctor with that. And they'd be like, oh, yeah, no. it's. And what do you think? Uh, you know, growing up is just like allowing you to grow up and, and figure it out. I was shy. And I just kind of broke out of it. Right. And do you remember the kind of the year that you baseball. kind of broke up? I wanted to play baseball. And the only way to do that was to, uh, you know, have friends and be, you know. Because you also were you know, traveling remotely, and you had to you had to retool every time. Yeah. Every, well, meet after I was six, friends. after I was six, we moved like every eighteen months, and then you're like, all right, I can either uh, but start. I, over. I wanted to play baseball. Yeah. So I had to meet some people, and then it just kind of wore off. Still not like the most social person in the world. I don't like like social gatherings, but it's weird. But yeah. I'm, I'm, and look, I've taken those spectrum tests. I'm on it. But I'm, there's no way I would be like, I have something wrong with them. I don't. Everybody's got something wrong with them. We're all yeah. goofy. That's it. And then there's this. This guy says, I get this email, and I was just like, this is crazy. Don't say my name or company on the air, please. But I just got a memo at work asking us all to write down our name and pronouns and a hobby. Our new manager is so wildly woke. Uh, you always ask on the air, where are the people that are doing this? I've never met one. Well, I have now, and I work for her. Uh, we also got a memo that stated if we choose to abuse or disregard the rights of coworkers' proper identifiers and pronouns, it will result in disciplinary action and in extreme cases, termination. Explain to me what an extreme case of pronoun disregard is. The whole office is scared to death. We're whispering about it, but nobody can talk to our boss because she's so hell-bent on making sure he, she, they, them is more important than getting work done. I don't know everyone's name at my office. But now if I make a mistake and say he instead of they, I could lose my job. To quote you, what the f*** is going on? Can you imagine that? Give us a if break. There's, if there's 500 names, that's a tall order. To, well, you're going to mess this that building, up. But can you keep track of pronouns in this building with as many workers as we have? If you got a list of pronouns. I thought you were going to say, can you keep track of names? Of names. You called Jeremy uh, you know, my man. my man for a few weeks and he was working in the room every day. What's up, my man? And Jeremy just finally said, you don't know my name, do you? No, I do not. My man. You're my man. Is that a blatant disregard of Jeremy? Yes. But does it mean you hate Jeremy's lifestyle? No. Well, you do, but it no. didn't mean it at the time. Of course you hate Jeremy. I hate his no. lifestyle. That's his lifestyle. Later we found out his lifestyle is something absolutely awful. Prior to that, I was like, nah. But it didn't mean anything. But now imagine not only learning everybody's name. But if you get their pronouns wrong, you're basically saying, well, TikTok, my exactly. time here is limited. That's all it is. is like, Jesus, I'm going to screw up. What's that? That's the fourth pronoun yeah. I've messed up? I called, How many strikes do we get? I called Jolene she, and she wants to be a they, he, and I don't know what it is. And now I've got to sit in with HR, you know. That's a they, not a he. That's I know. That's got to be impossible. Yeah, we sent you a chart. We sent you the guideline. How come you can't remember it? I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not going to talk to anybody. How about that? Well, now you're just being mean. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, memos. John, you have to go uh, down, speak to the pronoun officer. <laughs> yeah, pronoun HR. Hi. I made a mistake about they and me sorry. No, no, that's just bad English. I don't know what to do. <laughs> I don't know what grammar is. Yeah, I don't know, but I'm sorry for this person whose name or a company I can't mention, but that's a tough memo to get. If, because- if I liked you know, where I work and they started doing that, um, I would, you know, you definitely naturally say, all right, well, if I can learn the name, you got to study. Yeah. Well, not just the names, though. The they, he, just, she, them. Well, I'm, I'm just replacing that with their name. And, and you are maybe in the middle of a conversation what? having fun and feeling comfortable and you're like and then he said this thing about that i'm like oh oh yeah you just go straight names go straight names you that won't mess up i'd use their whole name bob patterson was out at the (laughs) uh restaurant the other day and bob patterson said hey 
uh, Bob Patterson's very funny. Bob Patterson said, hey, to some uh, weight person. I can't, you can't tell a story anymore. I love that Bob Patterson. Bob Patterson is my friend. Bob Patterson and Brady Bogan are friends. We're all going to sound like we're just learning the language for the first time. And it is. It's like you got to memorize pronouns. What we were? How many people work here? Seventy. I will never remember yeah, pronouns properly. I will. I would get fired in a heartbeat, and not because I'm disregarding it. I just I won't remember. And then what if you screw up and you're like, I think they're a they, and you call somebody a they, and they want to be a she, and it offends them that way. Probably not. You got a pretty uptight workplace for somebody to want you fired for calling you they. Three cubicles down on your right is the binary person that you're looking for. Right. How about this? You have to wear, if you're a they, you got to give us a break. You have to wear a little tag that says, I'm a they. And I get real pissed off if you miss. How about that? Give us, give us a minute. Because you get give um, us a chance to make mistakes. Yeah. We, we got to have, have some leeway on making mistakes because if it's considered a violent or blatant disregard of pronouns, and that's a fireable offense now. Because even if they're blazing rainbows all over, sure. you're not sure which. Well, yeah. Where, I've got 71. <laughs> blazing rainbows. That is a yeah. hell of a band name right there. We're coming up with good ones every year. Blazing rainbows. I would buy that album just on site. <laughs> I don't even know what they sing, but I think blazing rainbows coming up with something good. But blazing rainbows don't necessarily go they. they don't, you're not even, even necessarily says, gay. Even if it says pride. Brady, you're yeah. not even necessarily gay. Right. You could be a straight guy who thinks I, I float. My gender moves. I'm a they. And if you don't say so, you're fired. Well, if that's the case, I'm going to make a memo that says, all right, every they or every person that's going to get up in arms enough to report me, please wear a little uh, yellow star, I guess. Well, no, that's probably not a good no. idea. I don't want to go there. A little, how about a symbol? <laughs> some sort Symbols of symbol. Tattoo on yeah. your arm. Maybe we'll tattoo them. Uh, yeah, I have no clue how to get through that. But yeah, those are those moments where you're going to get fired, anonymous emailer. You're going to get fired. Because normal people don't think this way. Normal people don't do it. And you probably, as a parent, you two probably have to sit and go, oh, is my kid's friend a they? Is this going to come back and haunt me with a parent's uh, call? Or Yeah, it's bad for us, but the kids are already kind of adapted to it. They do the they, he, she. They, they don't, have the, they don't it, jump they down your kinda, throat. Or, yeah, they, amongst each other, they're, they're cool with it. So I think. But do you, does uh, Alex have a they friend? That he does that and gets mad at you for saying he? Acquaintance. No, he doesn't get mad at me, huh? And I don't think the friend does. Um, only met a couple of them. So you could say he, we're going to pick him up and nobody's yeah, going to so. write a letter. I think that so. makes sense because, I mean, it, it's the parent and they're, they're not going to. And I think the they're kids afraid to call leeway. a parent out yeah. necessarily. We're going to pick they up or them, I guess. We're gonna Brady's pick right. Yeah, use their name. Their parents would have the Bob issue. Patterson. Bob Patterson. I'm just going to call everybody Bob Patterson. Bob Patterson's. Yeah. Would have an issue with me but calling see, his more kid. so than the kid. Yeah. So definitely. yeah. So you get a letter from the parents, and well, he's very upset when you said. Would that. I get a letter? I don't know. We well, get an email. I don't know what you get. Or they're just going. They're not showing up. They're I, cowards. Didn't we have probably, the other? They probably call your work. It would be on my door. You're right. A letter on my door. And it would be anonymous. Yep. You keep an eye on, but you'd know who. Or it'd be uh, on next door. The next door, if you know that Richard Toledo sure does love saying him to a they. I, I'm sorry. I'm you do whatever well, you want, but, but don't hold a, me responsible for the right. for the pronouns. I can't keep up with names. I met a guy yesterday who works here, and I said, "You're the new guy," and we shook hands. And I said, "I'm John." I do the mornings at KP. He goes, "Okay," and he said something else, and then he said his name, and I'm not two steps away, and I'm like, "I have no idea what his name is already." I forgot it. I've asked Ben three times what the guy's name is. Yep. Two steps from him. Still don't know it. We have a new guy? He just, yeah. He just, <laughs> I mean, they just set foot in the building. I, I was. I think I've seen him. Brady, I was in contact. We were shaking hands, looking at each other. And he said his name to me. And I'm like, good, good to have you on board. Turned one step, two step. <laughs> men in black eraser. I had no idea what his name is. I can't even think of it right now. I'm going with Bob Patterson. Bob Patterson it is from, hey, Bob Patterson, how's they doing? Sorry, it's the wrong name. At least it won't be, you know. Hell, hell is they. This day, <laughs> this day right here. I can't do it. So we have a friend though that that is going through this with one of their yeah. kids. Yeah, and and they talk about the parents. Yeah. talk with the kid about how you're going to have to interact with with the public. That's good parenting. And oh, it is. But how I about yeah? But they tell they talk to you know. Bob Not everyone's going to get it right, and Bob you can't blow name. up every time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
bug has gone through the yes. steps. And yeah. it's like, and look. And at the same time, if sometimes it is that way and they're trying to get under your skin, it's going to happen no matter Look, if you're that what. uptight where somebody says, look, it's a joke in Monty Python. Old woman. Man. Sorry. Yeah. I couldn't tell from behind. <laughs> well, you could have asked. What well, I said. You also could know my name. I'm Dennis. How was I to know you were called Dennis? It's that argument Monty oh, Python had. Yeah. <laughs> Before, because he thought, old woman. Man! <laughs> he didn't get mad. He just corrected him. That's all you got to do. Oh, sorry. It could be so much easier. Now, if I sit and go, I ain't calling you they. Right. And I'm mean to you about it. I still think you're goofy. It's on you. But it's now it's my, now I've made it my problem. I'll do the best I can. But don't make mistakes, fireable offenses. Don't send out a memo that warns everybody, you screw this up and you're out. Because that's how everybody's going to feel. A blatant disregard or a... Or whatever, that's one thing. But well, isn't that understood that disrespect in the office, no matter what, no level matter it what is, it is, is, yeah. is, well, is but if exactly. you're if you're putting out memos that say this is what we consider disrespect, then you can start going after a guy who isn't disrespectful right. but doesn't get it, and then you're like, okay, we're targeting him. Yeah. He'll screw this up, and then you're like, I'm on the fence here yeah. because I I can't I remember. You said, I, I'm that guy. I can't remember people's names. To, uh, right. You know, then a nickname. Because what if the person, the, right, but, the huh. boss, Bob says, Patterson. I don't like my nickname. <laughs> right, Coco? I don't know why he wouldn't like that. Yes. Well, we've got lists of, of billboard stuff that are posted of all the federal stuff that yeah. we're supposed to comply with. I don't know any of it. Nobody does. I, I've broken That's every the user yesterday, agreement. I broke a thousand rules yesterday making jokes about menopause between a young lady and an old lady. Hilarious, though. Me and Wintermeyer were laughing because one of them was talking about how hot it was. And the other one's like, I'm not hot at all. I'm like, that is so rude to do. She's hot for a reason. And then I just heard, you're a dick, which is also fairly disrespectful in the workplace, but hilarious. Because we're people and we're trying to have fun. We're trying to get through every day just being normal with each other rather than walking around on eggshells wondering, I don't know, is Jen a they? Is Tom Wintermeyer a they? I'm not talking to him. They just stop having communications or relationships or any sort of interaction. It seems to be going that route. But that memo would be like, oh, man. It wouldn't be something I'd be like, I'm fighting back because then you're in another animal of uptightness. But you are in that kind of helpless feeling of like, no, I can't. You just kind of slink. Because it feels like I don't have bad intentions, but you're looking for me. You're looking to find new ways to make my intentions bad. You're not giving me a chance. You're not giving me a chance. I'm not going out to try to hurt people's feelings or whatever. But now you're building new rules. Mike Tomlin, the Steelers coach, always had that thing. I got a lot of rules. The more rules you have, the more rules there are to break. My one rule is don't be that guy. You know when you're being that guy. And it's like, yeah, when you're, when you're going overboard, you know it. And if somebody says, hey, this, I'd rather you didn't call me that, and you keep calling them that. It's on you. That you're that guy. Yep. But the more rules there are, the more decent people have chances to be bad guy. And they may not. It's intention. If I intend to insult Toledo. You know, they, them, this, that. And he's just like getting more and more upset. And then he doesn't tell me. And the next thing you know, I'm sitting in an office going, you know, Toledo told you two months ago he likes being called they. And I'm like, I totally forgot. Well, you're a horrible person now. I'm like, no, I forgot. Like, give me leeway. Give me a break on this. It's brand new. Give yeah, us give us some. And it's a hard thing. Uh, it, the hypocritical part of it is, well, you're naming this as being cardinal sin. Yeah. Yet the person can turn around and do this. To another person, whether it's a uh, making fun of them or, well, I mean, if you have that going on, that's you know, it doesn't. It's apples and oranges, really. I mean, if you're just talking about them, theys, and they throw a fit about that, the but last they'll have thing, a tolerance. The person will ah, get over it. Yeah, but the last thing you want to do, you're assuming that the last right. thing you want to do is have a you know, but they did. Now you're seven. Yep. John, can't we all just let our blazing rainbow flags fly? <laughs> yeah, the blazing rainbow is a thing. <laughs> very, very insulting. Well, they're, even if they're blazing rainbows. <laughs> so the gays would love that that's the, the just cross arm waiting for them. Pretty soon they're just going to have blazing a rainbow on everything. Not wrong. Can I? Am I allowed to just go Jesse Pinkman on everyone, John? <laughs> and just Yo, say, bitch. bitch. Yo, bitch. <laughs> I would prefer you called me they. Sure, bitch. This bitch here wants to be called they. 
All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Yeah, it's just uh, we got to have a little cushion. Can we get some cushion rather than just to make these giant cement walls that are going to cave in on me or everyone else? You got to give people a break, especially when you're changing everything in the office. Like I remember that at the zone when they changed everything for a fifth time, new managers, new owners working at the station. They gave us the who moved my cheese book and it was up to us to figure out what had changed. They weren't going to tell us. And then my friend throws the book back at the guy and goes, you moved my cheese. Tell me where it is. I can do my job better if you just tell me where the cheese is. It's the fifth time you've moved it. And the guy was like, huh? We have to tell him where the cheese is? Like, wouldn't that make a better workplace? I'm not a company monger. Quit setting up all this failure and set up success. Quit telling me how everything's changed and it's up to me to figure it out. Tell me how you're changing it so I can adapt easier rather than say, here are the rules that get you fired now. Because I'm just, again, it goes back to office space. I'm going to do just enough to not get hassled. John, uh, it's already happening. I was at Home Depot earlier this week and the cashier's vest said, my name is she, her. Yeah. I, do I call her she, yeah, her, yeah. or do I ask for a name? I get uh, emails from Suns people. I'm doing some stuff with the Suns. And uh, all of their emails from every one of them has their name and then he, she. Or he, is- not he, she. That would be hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> I, would like, I would like that a lot. I'm a he, she. Holy crap. This is my favorite Been person there. Yeah. Oh, my God. It says uh, he, him, or she. I haven't gotten any they's yet, which leads me to believe that it's 99% him and her. And then the one they is making everybody it's incredibly so nervous. unnecessary. Like oh. in an email? I mean – Email is kind of nameless and faceless in the first place. But what's it? but see that's the setup. There's the setup. So if I get this this uh, let's say Brady works for the Suns and he sends me a thing and it says he him, I now see oh, if I respond and I disregard oh, legal that legal precedent, yeah, and it's a they them, yep. and I We're, say uh, I was told by you and uh, blah 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 she did this and he did that. Oh my god. Uh, we told you right at the bottom of the email what we are, and you decided to just skip over that part. You're you're insensitive. And I'm like, ah, I don't know what that is. That what? means bro's out too, right? <laughs> bro yeah. is bro is Thank very you, rarely bro. professional, kinda, but you can try. Bruh, you can bruh. <laughs> I'm a bruh, bro. I'm bruh, bro. That's I'm gonna sign on my emails, bruh, John Holmberg. My pronouns are bruh and bro. <laughs> Those aren't pronouns. How dare you? We need Peyton to call in and tell us what's no, acceptable. No, because Peyton's not uptight and crazy. Peyton can well, answer questions and be normal. There's, there's even a fraction of the people who are going through this are the crazy ones. It's like even less than the 1% we're worried about. The 1% of that 1% is the one that's like going to so, lose their minds and get right. people fired. It's so minuscule. It's nuts. But it, but it, isn't it also arming people that have a little bit of crazy in them already to, to have the tools to take down a company for no reason? Yeah. Well, that's what this uh, this is a good email. It says, if the manager is forcing employees to do something they're not comfortable with, how is that not an HR offense? Right. Go to them first and uh, say, I think you're using fear tactics to make the workplace uncomfortable. Yep. Is that not a hostile workplace to say you'll get fired if you misspeak? 100%. With, bad, with good intentions. Yeah, yeah. My intentions are good. Hey, uh, Brady, uh, Toledo, he said that I'm, like, I'm not a he. I'm like, oh, I didn't mean anything by that. And the next thing you know, you're sitting in an office just, and you're signing papers. It Mr. Smith, it's doctor. <laughs> I am those people. The Jill Biden. <laughs> I don't know what your titles are. You're not that important to but me. But there's the reaction. That Maybe the that's it. Like, I think that's the, the crux of it all is everybody feels so self-important that everybody's got to acknowledge the thing. And frankly, you're not that important to me. Nobody is going to be that important to me it's for me to memorize all your needs. Uh, you know, it's, the, it's like the, the baseball game I was at when Megan's – uh, cousin comes up and goes, hey, John. And I'm like, hey, what's up, buddy? Give him a handshake and a little half hug, and his hands go in the air like I'm robbing him. Did you eat peanuts? Yeah, I've been eating peanuts all day. Ah! I'm incredibly allergic to peanuts. Don't go to a baseball game. <laughs> How's this my fault? See all those shells? I'm, I'm covered in peanut dust. Everybody here is. Oh, I can't believe you shook his hand. 
He shook my hand. Yeah. It's my fault now. That's what I say. They just give you – they just give those people a blueprint to take you right. down or the company yeah. down or something like that. Too many rules where it's because my responsibility if, to take care yeah. of you. If they start failing, then their yeah. way to lash out is to claim all this other stuff in order to be protected. Yeah. Everybody likes Blazing Rainbow. That's going to stick. <laughs> Blazing Rainbow, the band. It's got to be a thing. We got to do the KUPD logo in a Blazing Rainbow. Yeah, the Blazing Rainbow. Brady's standing next to it with a flamethrower. <laughs> we are Blazing Rainbows. They're looking up in the office right now. It's a cubicle that's got four flags on each corner yeah. of the QB. Thank you for getting the L in that. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Yeah, I like to said flags as well. I think he's got a unicorn that just fire, and then the fire kind of dissipates into a rainbow. That's what blazing rainbows look like. And then Scott comes up with a good thing. What's wrong with being a horrible person? What's wrong with it? Can you be? Yeah. What's true. the matter with there like what? Remember, you had to deal with that when life, life used to be like that. One guy at work is just a he's just an unpleasant man, and you just dealt with it. Now everybody's got to erase everything they disagree with instead of just going, "Jesus, this dude's nuts." John, bring it back. I don't know how how old it is on your show, but I acknowledge. Human. I acknowledge human. That was it when uh, the, when <laughs> the, the Me Too Me Too movement yeah. came out. Acknowledge human. You'd walk by women for a while. It got so tense at work. Human is safe. Yesterday, I saw Human, Joe. you think it's no, safe. No, it's not. not. Okay. Uh, you don't know what they identify <laughs> yeah. as some sort of cat person. You're fired. Yeah, a luminarian. I don't know what you are. I don't do that. But I saw Jill yesterday, and her hair's different, and she looked really pretty and nice, and, her, and she's, it's a new outfit. We've known Jill for 20-plus years, so I have right. a feeling she was wearing something new. I started to say, oh, Jill, you oh, it's weather. Weather's outside. <laughs> And it's because I'm like, I'm not trying to be a pervert. You'll look nice. No, but I'll say it to Tom. Hey, Wintermeyer, nice shirt. They sell it in men's stores. And we can joke with each other. <laughs> John Marcus doesn't work there anymore, but this is the reason I love cold, unfeeling IT speak. <laughs> Everyone's pronoun is just called the end user. <laughs> I like that. Hello, end users. Yeah, I, I, it's just it's so ridiculous. That email that the guy sent me yesterday was just... So it is. That's that moment where you're like, uh, where are these people? Well, there they are. It's compliance. First, the COVID vaccines required by employers. <laughs> now, the ones that are vaccinated were able to stick around. They fired all the other ones. have acknowledged 30 different genders. Maybe that's why so many people like working remotely. Yeah. <laughs> and we're getting a lot of that yeah. sentiment. Well, I just got the email. Everybody's closing their email with, what the f*** going on? <laughs> Because we're all screaming that in our heads. We're all trying to be decent people, and then we step in something we didn't even realize we did. And we get in our cars, and we're like, what the f*** going on? I was being nice! And then, uh, of course, the, the traditional, the standard of people who just aren't willing to try it says, you know what? They can go f*** themselves. I don't blame them. I blame one or two people. But it does, like, we have to cave. If they put that memo out here, if we get a they-them here, Oh, first off, what were you doing applying here? This is not the place for you. Oh, now I'm going to do it on principle. All right, they, them. But there's going to be a spotlight on a they, them. We don't have any they, thems, do we? Mm, we might. I don't know. Not that I know. We might. I don't know. Try it on Amy today when you guys go to the, uh, they them? the, the they them or? shelter. I'll they them Amy. Just to, <laughs> Pretty know, sure test, Amy's test a strong water. she. <laughs> well, I know, but that's why I say it. Just <laughs> test she's, water. A, she's a hard she. <laughs> Amy's powerful in the her department. John, There's a couple I question. There's a couple of they's out there. John, that not wouldn't there. surprise me if they came to me and said, oh, don't call me yeah. he anymore. All right. I knew that. John, not that you would, but go to the vari- fries in Verado. Nope. Half the cashiers are they, them. Other half are senior citizens. Talk about both ends of that oh, spectrum. Man. It's got to be driving those old people bananas. <laughs> I just learned so much garbage. I haven't had it happen yet where I've referred to the person or whatever, and they say it's it's they or, you know, been yeah. corrected. I haven't been corrected yet. I've never been. That's why I constantly that's say, where are these? Yeah. Where's the big hubbub? I've never run into it. And then I, you get the email. And it's like, well, I have. And like, oh, I didn't know that. And you got to be, you know, and there's somebody out there right now, why is it so hard? Yeah. It just kind of is scary. It's not hard. It's like if you, you just can't make a mistake, you feel like you can't make mistakes anymore because people will pigeonhole you into bigot, <laughs> racist, whatever, right. which is why I tell everybody, I'm not racist, but I am a bigot. Yeah. I judge everything. 
and I'm and proud so of you. It. By the and, way, and yeah, and you're just a, you're just in denial. Yeah, you, you, you judge judged me too. right when I walked you're just in the door. In the closet. Well, how so? Anyone? I mean, everyone. Oh, I thought you meant oh, like yeah, Fred yeah, was going to. No, I'm saying everyone judges. Millionaire. John, you're yeah. You're a big fan of the c word. Can't we all just go Britain? Drop the c bomb on everybody. Just. C word this, C word that, I love that, that word C so word. Much. This <laughs> here it is the best. That word just hits home. And maybe that's how I'll sign my emails. John Holmberg can't. <laughs> His pronouns are horrific. It's my descriptors. I prefer it this way. But I don't know. What are you going to do? Hopefully, Brett doesn't run into any of those out there at the Safeway this morning. John, I ain't playing the this tolerance bitch. there. <laughs> I ain't playing, I ain't this, playing bitch. this bitch. And there are people out there who feel threatened by it because it's so scary that you'll get fired, and it makes you feel dumb, and you'll get that response. And I don't. You feel like I'm not wrong. Not I'm a not bad a, person. Quit yeah. making rules that are gonna eventually make me bad. Hey Toledo, is toast a pronoun? Asking for a friend. <laughs> you should have your pronouns as bread slash toast. <laughs> Depends on how hot it is outside. Uh, Brett's out there at Broadway and Rural in Tempe doing the Operation Hydration. Drop off some water for him. Help out. Our friends over at the Phoenix Rescue Mission, and uh, let's load up those uh, gigantic warehouses full of water and get this city all hydrated proper. Watching Brett have his heat exhaustion the other day, that ain't fun to watch. But if it wasn't for us having an ample supply of water, and we had Poland, I always bring a ton, tons of bottles in my backpack, and a big, I fill the bladder of the camelback with ice, and by the time we're a third of the way through, that becomes a giant thing of water, and we got Brett, Brett on his feet. He was, he was going. And that was because we were being stupid and exhausting ourselves. I have to remember, not everybody likes doing the heat thing, and I love it. But Brett wasn't ready for it. And you, you watch it. The signs are easy, but you know what fixes it? Water. So it can be done. There's no reason for anybody to be wandering around on our streets in need. They, them, he, she, whatever else. Somebody just said, John, remember, if you shake hands with somebody with a peanut allergy and something tragic happens, you just made the world a better place. <laughs> That's right. Free. Peanuts matter, people don't. Thank you, Josh. I think that's a beautiful, beautiful sentiment. Yeah, I just don't want more rules to make me a bad guy when I'm not out to get you. If I'm out to get you, that'll come out in the wash. If I'm not, don't make it so it looks like I am at every turn. If I if I he she you and you're a they, give me a wink and a nod and say hey, I prefer they, and I'll do my best. But I'm still going to make mistakes. And yeah, I can't help exactly. that because it's very difficult for me. I was raised to speak well. I was raised to, you know, try to have decent grammar and, and, uh, and sentence structure and yeah. understand that I don't want to sound stupid. And sometimes to me, grammatically, the they's sound dumb. So my and brain stops it. to that is like when you hear that and it's brought up like that, you're like, listen, you might as well say, we're not going to like each other. <laughs> well, yeah, that's you, you, we're just working here. Wow, that's you the can open say that. If somebody stage. was kind enough to say to me, "Hey, I prefer they them," and I'm like, "Yeah, guess what? We're not going to like each other." That isn't. But them I'm saying, saying that. that's the them. way it was presented yeah. in the first place. Like, it was oh, like yeah, oh yeah, it's them. Yeah, and no offense, Brady, but I was raised that when you mispronounce a word, you try to correct it. So when I get into the they them and the pronouns, and it's in the wrong spot, I'm, like there, t h e y apostrophe r e or t h, yeah. you know, there's three of them. Yep, and I always. Like, ah, I screwed that one up. It's like that's in my brain. Like, ah, you shouldn't do that. If you screw up speaking, you should correct it. You should be able to write like a text. You should go, uh, ampersand. I meant meant there. Asterisk, not an ampersand. See, I corrected you. You seem like an idiot just for a second. We fixed it. There's also (laughs) a time and place for it, too. Or it's a person, I'm I'm sorry, I got to correct it no matter what. The guy's talking about his mother's passing, passing away, and you're like, no, that's not. Uh, well, if he's mispronouncing words, I'm like, I'm, I'm not necessarily going to correct him. I'm like, you're, gonna, you're not making you're gonna, any sense. You're going to have time yeah. that you'll hold off. John, we've it. got a couple people in our office yeah. that are big people that are all about, it costs absolutely nothing to be nice. <laughs> hey, you know what? It's also free to be a dick, so let yeah. me spend my that's money exactly my way. Right. That's the best art, and that is what I was going to say, but they, it, it's, it's free to be an asshole, too, by the way. So stop. It costs nothing to be nice. It costs less to be a dick. <laughs> Trust me. I, can, I actually get money for being a dick, so it, it actually pays to be one of those. Hold up a second. Doesn't Brady get called an old woman on the reg? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, all the time because he was in culottes. I saw a picture of him in culottes licking a lolly. I don't know if it was a real picture, but I pictured it, so it became real to me. And it, when we talk about Brady as a little boy, it's like, hey, little girl. I'm a boy. And it was funny because he was not offended. 
He just corrected you. I'm a boy. What's he in, what's he in culottes for? Anyway, give me a little boy. You like garbage? Love it. I'm a garbage man. Ooh. Yeah, just, you know, with the pronouns. Give us a break. There's more of us than there are of you. It's more likely we're going to need he, she 90% of the time. So Higher, Bob. You think? 97? 99. Man. Almost 100. <laughs> we're going to need the, the he's and the she's more often than the they's. So it's going to become habit to use the he's and the she's more often just because it's used more often. That muscle of they is not going to get exercised that much. Give us a break. Don't go firing, folks. You know, you did it again. I know. I'm trying, but it's hard. I don't get it. <laughs> you call them they one more time and you're out on your ass. God damn it. <laughs> they are pissing me off is what they are doing. And then you're going to cause violence. Because if I get fired for saying they wrong, right. and I'm packing my bags going, I didn't do a goddamn thing wrong. And you know what you can do, you twink, and now it's going to be assault because I'm already out. I just picture it like the years ago when uh, Rome was interviewing Jim Everett. Jim Everett and Chris. You call me that one more time. Call me that one more time. You don't think I will? Do it. Whatever. Chris. And <laughs> dude jumped over the table and started to beat up tiny Jim Rome. They say you are soft, so you cannot win a playoff game. Can't get there. Some people call you Chris Everett. I'm one of them, Chris. <laughs> you know, I've heard you call me that before. Yep, and I'll do it again. Do it again, I dare you. You don't think I will? Chris. <laughs> and Jim Rome immediately regretted it because that giant jumped on the table. But Jim Everett was smart enough not to kill him. But but Jim Rome was trying to get to him. Right. That's the difference. You can tell when you're being that guy. Jim was going for it. Jim Everett, better known as Chris. Dude's sitting right there. <laughs> Call him Chrissy Everett. <laughs> that was a great TV moment. One of the best of all time. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> hey, John, it's Peyton here. I call my prosthetic the rubbery. Ooh. <laughs> Is that what we're supposed to call you? <laughs> I'd like to say Brady did a great job. He hit his budgets. And Peyton over here. You're a good. Rubbery <laughs> hit his hit rubbery <laughs> budgets as well. I don't know how to do this. I don't know. I don't know. I don't get it. And then Rush is making fun of us. Of course they did are. Did you see the thing that they're mad? They're, and they got us by the balls. Sort of by the balls. Well, by the balls inside of a dress. We sent over that nuclear engineer, that drag queen nuclear engineer that we yeah. got. Uh, to you seen her next? Uh, oh, the, it, the picture that she's in that rushes all over. She went over to France, and she's dealing with a transgender French uh, representative. And Biden sent over that guy dressed up as a girl. And they went to a gala. And our rep is a bald man, looks like me, with bright red lipstick on. And the most beautiful ball gown I've ever seen. It's just flashing red. And Russia's like minister of information and all these guys are like, keep it up. You guys are doing great. I'm loving what you're up to. And they're kind of like, ha ha, pointing and laughing. This is America now. This is what represents you. And all of us back home are kind of like, God damn it. Why do you have to flaunt it? So can't you just wear like a pantsuit? John, I know you're not this way, but I work in a veterinary pharmacy. And we have a they them here. We have to ask the sex of all animals for drugs. It affects the potency. Right. This person is so dedicated to the cause that they would tell the vets that they get information from, you shouldn't gender your pets. Is that real? You don't gender a pet. No, well, that no. person says that. But that gender and sex man. are different. I've learned that. Sex is something that gender is a man-made con- concept. Sex is an actual thing. Hmm. Yeah. But gender still, is made up. If, if in a medical sense you need to know if you're, of if you're male or female, right. you have to put that down. Right. Yeah, You yeah. can't they, them, your dogs. No. If you're in a dress. Who's the most likely candidate among your dogs to be a they, them? Gordon. Gordon? Yeah. He's really? Got, he's got a big wing, but I think he'd get rid of it in a heartbeat. <laughs> it's always in the way and I can't walk in snow. Because <laughs> he's low to the ground. When he got in snow and that big. Don't like he's this. He's 15 years. He's laying, laying on the couch the other day. And I had my head on the other dogs laying next to me, and I had my head. Jack likes to be a pillow, so I had my head up on Jack, and Gordon's laying right next to me, and his 
on his side, and I'm looking at this <laughs> dick. It's just <laughs> it's as long as his leg. I'm just like, look at that thing. I know it's massive, isn't it? Huge, Gordon. Big problem. It's massive problem though, because you know I get in the pool top step and it's freezing, and that thing hits first. We took him to Sholo that time, and he stood out there, and all the other dogs are romping in the snow, and he won't come out more than a foot. Couldn't figure out why. And then when we picked him up out of the snow, there were four footprints and a dot. You drag your dick in the snow, jackass. I'm not doing it. They're doing it because they're girls. I'd do anything to be a girl so I could play in that snow. My wing's too big. Frank, no problem. He's got a button. But yeah, he'd do it. But you, yeah, gender, assigning gender is man-made. So, yes. And I'll tell you this, and I've said it a million times to people who are like, look, if you're in a dress and you identify as a, a, a they, them, or a girl, or anything else, and you get stabbed in the dick, you don't go to the doctor and go, get stabbed in my where my girl part should be. You're, you're going, my dick, right. I got cut in the dick. Right, right. John, I a man? To- I'm a man, I got a dick cut. We got to do something about this. John, I have to call my brother she. Not because he wants to, but because he runs like a girl. <laughs> <laughs> Ah. Anyway, uh, we're in that world now, and I just I, look. I'm I'm glad I'm kind of phasing out. You know, getting it 50 next week. And you oh, years there's left a follow and you don't up. Have to care anymore. Follow up from the vet pharmacist. Yeah. Yes, we checked specifically. They were arguing with the vet, referring to animals as he and she. Don't like the he. They and did not like that. What are you supposed to call them? That's what I don't understand either. If you need to know, bitch and sire. That would probably for dogs work. at least. I don't know what you call cats. Isn't it the same? It's not the same. No. no, cats aren't bitches. They act like it. Just use their true. names. That's true. Yeah, why can't we just use? But a cat Luna can be a sire, was, right? Uh, huh? A cat can be a sire. I don't think so. No. Well, I think a male dog is a, known as a sire. Is that wrong? No, I think you're right. And a girl is a bitch. Same with horses and yeah, all that. a girl's a bitch. Huh. But I don't think cats are bitches. I don't know what a girl cat's called. Do you? John, you nailed it. It's funny how everybody in the ER suddenly becomes the correct sex. <laughs> right. Suddenly, when they're like, uh, it's imperative, we know, like, what are you? I'm a man. <laughs> Get stabbed in the balls. <laughs> it hurts. Of course it hurts. Balls hurt men. Hurts a lot. You might want me to cut them all the way off, but suddenly, you're not upset about pronouns anymore. You just want me to sew up your ball sack. Suddenly, you want to feel better. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and a woman, I got kicked in the throat. This is bad. <laughs> sir, where did you say you were kicked? Directly in the throat. Mm, All right, sir. Follow me. that statement? <laughs> You're not going to like uh, the, the female cat? Yeah. Never knew this. Not Most really. often called a molly. No, oh, I didn't oh, know. Or sometimes. I could, I could go with that. Yeah. A she-cat. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> she-cat's good. A they-cat. Anyway, good luck at your jobs. I'm going to... Trying to save up as much money as I can to get the hell out of this. Right. Because <laughs> I don't Good luck. Writing's on the wall, man. I'll be at Starbucks screwing things up, getting fired every couple of days for they, them. <laughs> you know, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't last long. I, I'd make fun of it. That's my nature. My nature is to, to get that memo and then just start giggling and like, <laughs> did you know Tom was a they, them? <laughs> We're going to have a field day. That guy? Tom? Tom to they No way. Oh, yeah. I'm going to buy flowers. Do it. <laughs> hey, I hear they're having a sale at uh, Lane Bryant, Tom. What are you telling me? Well, thought they'd be interested. <laughs> hey, Tom, we picked up uh, a couple of blazing rainbow flags. You interested? <laughs> you like those? I hear uh, maybe uh, they'd be interested in that, too. Stop it, you guys. What? Is they mad? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, I would have a feel they goofing on it. And the next thing, it all out of my ass. Hilarious. Yeah, and Sesame Street, Mister Rogers, all those educational shows. Ooh, they're all backwards now. What wow. a mess! They did us wrong. Wow. What are you going to do? Uh, what do you got on the board of musical treats? Uh, Brett's not here. What do you got to? Uh, brought to you by our friends at Action Ride Shop. Um, somebody's trying to convince me to do an e-bike thing as well i might have to my go back birthday there with present Josh. was purchased yesterday you did it i did it i pulled the trigger wow got my e-bike in happy birthday thank you bro thank so you. you're that convinced Thanks, that man. you're ditching the pivot already ditching <laughs> keeping that <laughs> just getting myself a pivot uh e-bike so glorious 
But you you had the other what what was the model that you got called Shadowcat Shadowcat and Shadowcat's great. The so problem is like if I want to ride with other people, I can't take the e bike because I'll be, <laughs> be miles ahead. miles ahead of them. I get lost in the woods. I guess that's right. So I'll take my regular bike, but I still have my other bikes too. I right. Bike so it, bunch, but it is it's a it's a e bike month over at Action yep. Ride Shop, and you get a percentage off. I think it's ten percent off the whole thing. And it'll rent them to you if you want to try it out. Try them. So go do that. It's a cheaper way to get into it and yeah. see if see if you it like it. All, and here's what Josh told me too. Here's a little secret about e-bikes. Uh oh, their value doesn't drop. Huh? Yeah. So every couple of years, when you're like, mm, maybe it's not as good as it used to be, you take it back. They take them in. Wow. Not necessarily action, but they'll do it too. Right. Because unless it's completely just beat to hell, right. it's worth a lot. And you just trade it in for a new one, pay a little bit extra. You're going to get all the upgrades. Yeah. So you're just basically like a lease. You hit the you hit the gas on the pay. A couple years from now, you do it again. You just keep upgrading for not much more. It's great. They're the it's the best exercise in the world too. You're surprisingly getting a ton of exercise. I loved it. Most of the requests have to deal with uh, our recent conversation, and then also Ricky Martin. So <laughs> I don't immortally insane. That works for both causes. <laughs> yeah, our whole says. culture. Uh, that's from Pantera. What Mr. Brownstone. Face to the floor, John, because that's what I'm doing in my office right now. Continually hitting my <laughs> yeah. face to the floor. I like that one. Face to the face floor. Face to the floor. A little chebel. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. And while you're slamming your face to the floor, you can go ahead and uh, get yourself over to Brett. And the lottery, it's close to where the lottery ticket that won a million dollars sold for. Uh, in the big mega lottery, whatever they call that thing. Well, the... The one, the power, is it the Powerball? Is it half a billion now? Yeah. I think that's oh, the mega. 600 and something. Yeah. So, yeah, it's over. But they uh, that same one, if you get five, you get a million dollars. And one of those was sold on 48th Street and Broadway. It's not too far from where Brett is, Broadway and uh, rural. But, yeah, they sold one there, and everybody's clamoring to figure out who, you know, who's got that ticket. If you bought a ticket over at 48th Street and Broadway, mm, you might have a million bucks in your hands. So it's pretty great. And they're doing that again Saturday, I think, the six. They should check their pockets. Yeah. Yeah, they might be rolling in they dough. Uh, but yeah, Broadway and Rural is where Brett is, right down the street from that. Uh, and then, I don't know, would you ever buy, like I've gone into those places that said, we've sold winning lottery, uh, a winning lottery ticket for blah, blah, they had a little sign. I'd never buy a lottery ticket there again. It's like lightning strikes. Yeah, it's not happening twice. Nobody's ever, we sold $2 million tickets. It's never happened. But then we always have, you know, always do the stories on the person that has people won multiple times yeah people have done it a few times but never the same store selling it twice that's no way so like that would be off limits to me from ever buying well they already sold it's like going to a slot machine that just paid off it's like nah not necessarily gonna wait a few years before this one gets my money but congrats to whoever got it it's a million bucks in your hand you do that take that million dollars take a couple bucks down to brett and get some water for operation hydration maybe even some free stuff brett's got it all we'll talk to him in a little bit right now it's chevelle it's your wake-up song Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fees. I have heard enough of this. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com.